What's up, everybody, and welcome to another Seven Figure Photographer Live. It's, I don't even know what day it is, Thursday, Thursday. April 21st. I guess the time doesn't matter. We're live, we're here, we're, we're good, I guess. Mia's here with us. Everybody say hi to Mia. Mia's there. <laughs> Mia's on the other side. If you guys are paying attention, make sure to uh, open up the live chat. Mia will be there to answer any questions. Today... I want to talk to you about the importance of empathy in sales. Now, one of my favorite people in sales is Zig Ziglar. And he said, if people like you, they'll listen to you. But if people trust you, they'll do business with you. So today, that's what we're going to talk about after this quick introduction. What's up, guys? For those of you who don't know me, my name is Sam Marvin, and I have been in the photography industry for 25 plus years. While I love being a creative, business is my passion and elevating the industry of photography is my focus. I created The Seven Figure Photographer to share my journey to seven figures and to help others find their way to. All right, so we are back today. Looks like Tim's back. I was wondering if Tim would be here today. I hope that everything was amazing for you at Shutterfest. Sad we couldn't be there, but it must have been fun because we didn't hear from you for three days. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, three days. So hope you're doing well. Hope you're having fun. If you guys are interested in getting a little bit of help with your business or maybe even just getting some insight from the outside, we have Coffee with Sam. You can go to our website, the number seven figurephotographer.com. There's a link that says Coffee with Sam. Go ahead and get signed up for that. It's a free 30-minute intro or well not intro like a consultation uh looking kind of at your business a little bit more in depth and seeing if there's something that we can give you some insight on where to take it or what to do with it so today what is empathy and i know like i like sometimes i struggle with this one i am an empathetic person would you say that i'm empathetic we we, we introduced mia here she's <laughs> she's on here she's wearing her glasses today well, you're just giggling. I just asked if I was empathetic, and you're just giggling. <laughs> yes, I think. That's probably not a good sign. <laughs> I think you can be empathetic. I can be empathetic? Yes. Oh, man. This is hurtful. I probably shouldn't have asked you that question. <clears throat> no, that's not meant to hurt you. Uh-huh. So you don't think I'm empathetic? No, that is not what... Did I just uh -huh. say you yeah, were you, not? You just didn't say that I was. <laughs> I said you can be. I can be. So I what, is, yeah. what, what were you going to say? I don't think... It's always like your first natural reaction, You're but right. I think you it's, try very it's hard. It's not my first natural reaction. When my kid like falls down and scrapes his knee, I'm like, see, I told you not to be an idiot. <laughs> right. Like, so you're right. It's not my first reaction. In fact, one of the stories I'm going to share today is about how somebody called me out on it. So you're right. You're, you're hundred percent right. I struggle to be empathetic as my first. Maybe I wonder if like, that's like one of those things that's like, what is your first like, what's your first response? Right. Is it empathy? Is it like, I don't know. And I think that we probably get a lot of that from. But I think if you are that way, it shows like how genuine your heart really is because you're attempting to do something that doesn't come natural to you. So like, all right, I'll take that. Take that. Okay. Cause I do think so, <laughs> so first and foremost, well, welcome James. Glad to have you back. And the, the first thing is, let's start out, obviously, with what is the definition of empathy. You want to take a stab at it? I want to hear what you say. Uh, empathy? Yeah. What's, what's empathy? Uh, understanding other people's feelings and taking them in as your own and sharing that wow, journey with them. Wow, that's pretty good. 
I'm impressed. Yeah. Because the definition that I, because I, I wanted to just get the definition from like the dictionary. Oh, okay. And it says the ability to understand and share the feelings of others there you or go. of another. So at the same time, you also have sympathy. Yes. That's and different. sympathy is actually like the same, like it, it's like related, but empathy is not to be confused with sympathy. What's the difference? Sympathy isn't related or sorry, it's not related to empathy. Sympathy is not related to empathy. There are two, they are two completely different things, but empathy is not a feeling, not feeling a certain way towards somebody, which is what sympathy is like feeling bad for someone, for somebody, but empathy instead, it's trying to genuinely understand their perspective regarding a specific situation. So right. it's like putting yourself like the, what's the common term? Like uh, I walk a mile in their shoes. shoes. Like, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of the difference. But sympathy is your perspective mixed into it. Like you're not taking yourself out of the situation where empathy, you're supposed to take yourself completely out. Wait, Wait did, what, did you just say that backwards? Maybe I misunderstood. No. So you're saying sympathy is not taking yourself out of the, it's oh yeah, that your, would make yeah, sense. It's your perspective of how the other person. It's your perspective of how the other person, but. Yeah, so like people still... come to me and they're like, oh, I feel but so bad for you. Like, I'm sympathetic, here's some flowers. Where an empathetic person would come and like clean my floor or sit by me and stick around and ask how I'm really feeling. So are you saying that somebody that comes and does that wouldn't be doing it just out of sympathy? No, I think someone who comes and just like, here, here's the, like Winnie Ansley passed, here's, here's the flowers, which is great, but there's a difference between we're doing this because that's what we feel versus the person that comes and sits and waits and sit, like really yeah. experiences that with me and then is like, how can I like just listen and help you in your journey? Which what's funny is that oftentimes we mistake what other people's intentions are and I think sometimes we mislabel. Yeah, and that could because be I too. think that they're so specifically similar. I think that sympathy really boils down to like when somebody, like, just like I think it's kind of more in the action, whereas empathy empathy's still in the action, but it's like it's definitely still in the action. But I don't know, I don't know in. if I I just made that all confusing. You threw <laughs> you threw me for a loop Sorry, on I didn't that one. But, throw you for a loop. Okay, but anyway. Obviously, you would know a little bit about it because you went through a lot of stuff with Ansley and with people being sympathetic as well as empathetic. Yeah. And I think that sometimes people do overly push sympathy in an effort to be empathetic, right. but Absolutely. they miss the mark. But I don't think on their faults. I think, again, it just comes to some people can do it naturally and some people have to kind of really work at it. And I think the more you work at it, the more empathetic you become. Okay. We'll go with that. There so <laughs> so I'm going to tell a story. <laughs> and this is actually kind of funny because like when you started out, because I think that like why this really falls into sales so much is because literally we've had this discussion about how everything in the world, like everything in our life is sales, right? We were out of town with a friend and we had a situation happen and that friend really gave me an earful about something. <laughs> because of the situation that put them in. However, there was like no intention on my behalf of like creating that situation. But when it boiled down to it, she finally just said, just show me some empathy. And like, for me, that was one of those situations where I was like, it was kind of like a, I mean, in that situation, it 
helped me recognize like where I was going wrong. This person is actually a really hard person to argue with because they don't typically see the light of anything that anybody's saying. But I think it's because what happens is until you show them yes. empathy, even if like, which can you fake empathy? You, I think, cause like, that's the, that's the one spot can. where I'm like, I'm like, is faking hard. empathy more sympathy? Yeah, I do agree. I think if you're faking it, it's more on the sympathy But you side. can still, well, I don't know. I don't know if you really can, like, because, I mean, I would say that you, I don't know. You, That's you, an interesting question. That is really interesting because, like, I feel like you could fake empathy. But then at the same but time, like. at the same like, time, the actual act of just sitting through it with them is. Is kind of empathetic. Like, so you can't. There's just different layers of it. Yeah, that's really, uh, man, this is maybe a whole lot deeper than I ever expected. But anyway, <laughs> ultimately, what I learned from the situation is that, like, with that person, and actually in sales a lot, like, sometimes you just can't get anywhere until you show empathy. And that's a lot of times why, because people are projecting. So, for instance, I talked a couple weeks about, ago about going to a car dealership and how, like we kind of set a plan. We're like, okay, I'll pull up next to the car. You jump out and I'll play blocker and you jump back <laughs> in the car before the salesman gets there. Because I think that, you know, we oftentimes like expect that salespeople are going to lack that empathy. And we've kind of placed that, that slimy salesman personality on salespeople because we've dealt with people in sales that haven't shown empathy. And so, like I was saying, oftentimes I think pe people we expect to sell to us are not going to show empathy. But when you do show empathy, you have a tendency to create a paradigm shift. And what that does is it lowers barriers with people and uh, gives them an opportunity to open up to the possibility of this person really does truly care about me. Now, I think that it's really important that you start out early because I think sales is so much more than just like being in the sales room. We have to start showing empathy and building trust from really early on in the relationship. But sales is really about controlling without overpowering. And I think that that's a really necessary thing to understand because when you're in the sales room, we have a tendency, anybody in sales understands you have to control the situation. And sometimes it gets out of control and then people try to frantically gain back control and we have a tendency to create negative experiences for people and we lose that whole trust and empathetic vibe so when you're in a sales situation you want to make sure to control the situation but show empathy without overpowering them and i think that that's one of those things that it's kind of borderline like i don't if you're overpowering a sales situation you're probably like there's probably not any empathy there like you're probably missing yeah. out a perfect example of this is I've told this story many times, the purse, the Louis Vuitton purse. Yeah. I had a client that had, they racked up like 4,000 or $4,500. I know it was in that $4,000 range of pick, like what they wanted to purchase for their daughter. And her mom just said, I like, there's no way I could spend that much on senior pictures. And I jokingly said to her that like, I think that your Louis Vuitton bag costs more than those pictures. The husband laughed about it. He told her to just like, give me the card. Cause he was like, I, I told you not to bring that purse. But <laughs> that was like, that was one of those times where I was not, I was not leading the sale 
with empathy, I, I was literally, that was kind of a, it was a shitbag way to do it. But I was lacking empathy at that time. Like, and that's one of those things, like, instead of seeing her say that and being able to really kind of say, like, I totally understand. And that's one of the most powerful things you can do in sales when people say anything. Like, when they, when they say, I just don't know how I could do that. I don't know how I could afford that. I don't know my husband would kill me. Like those are all opportunities where when you repeat the question to the client, that is like just repeating the question is showing that you're listening and listening is like, I think a huge part of empathy because you're really hearing yeah. what they're saying. You're validating their concerns. You're validating their concerns. But then you're also, I think that in sales, if you don't show ways to overcome, then I think that you're failing to show empathy or failing to do what you have to do because somebody that truly cares and is empathetic, like is not just going to say, okay, Here's well, we're done. Yep. We're going to show you, okay, I totally understand how you're feeling. And I can understand because my wife would probably be pretty upset if I just spent $7,000 without telling her like, and then kind of go into that. So this really also does become about objections and, and whatnot like that. Another story, and this is one of those times where I actually used empathy, but I also kind of, I took power by giving power, if that makes sense, or I took control by giving the power, was when I was trying to talk my wife into the idea of actually taking over the escape room. And so when that was the case, like she was absolutely against it for the longest time. In fact, probably for, well, I don't even know how long, but it was a long time until it finally became like one of those times where it was almost, it was like her idea. And then once it was her idea, then I could actually build on that and use that. And, and that was really because like, if I were to be like, just not have any empathy, which is typically my MO with stuff when it comes to business, I just have a tendency to bull over it and do it without asking my wife. And, but when I do have her, her blessing, I guess you would say, <laughs> then I get a lot further with it, if that makes sense. So I think it's funny though, because kids reverse empathy in sales. Like when you think about how kids actually sell to their parents, like, and I, I think it's really sad because what's crazy is kids and children have a tendency to be incredibly strong salespeople. And I think that we're born strong in sales, but we stifle it. Parents stifle the sales in their children because we have a tendency to just say, no, mom and dad said no, and that's the way it's gonna be, instead of giving kids the opportunity to negotiate with their parents. And that might actually be talked about in our book, Business Book of the Month, because I know he talks about how like yeah. letting your kids like actually negotiate with you and giving them an opportunity to sell them, sell you. My son, he always does like, and what I mean by they reverse empathy is they take advantage of the empathy, I guess you will. They know that mom and dad love you enough. And so like, I always hear the, this is like what my son does right now. And the reason I'm not very open to it is because I for years did it to my parents. And so it's like, I think it's just a natural, natural circle, but my dad, my son will be like a uh, dad, like all like, kind of somber, if you will. And I'll be like, yes, son. And he's like, never mind. You'd say no anyway. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, you're saying that because you know that I care enough to ask what, what is it? And, and it is more of a manipulation tactic, but they're taking advantage of the fact that they know you empathize with them 
as a parent and as a child. And so I think the kids really try to reverse that. So are you finding your spot? Mia's over here. If you look at her, she's just like flipping <laughs> I'm like, I know book. it's in here somewhere. He says, kids are the best salespeople on the planet. They're yeah. passionate, relentless, persistent closers, able to break down their parents' resistance until they get what they want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, I think, <laughs> and I think that it's really, it's sad in so many ways because I am so strong about this with my son. Like, I don't want to be taken advantage of. Yes. And that's the, that's the hard thing is, but... At the same time, I stifle him so badly because I don't want to be taken advantage of. And so I just shoot him down and say no. And when he keeps pushing, instead of being like, like, you're right, you're, you make a good, good point. Uh, point. I'm just like, no, I'm the dad. I said no. And that's the way it is. That's final, right? <laughs> Some kids like continue to push. And uh, that's kind of my kid. But... Then I hear him say things at times. I'll be like, why didn't you talk to me? Why didn't you ask me about it? He's like, well, because I know you would have said no. So give them the opportunity and give your kids the opportunity to be great salespeople because sales is important throughout your whole life. So somebody that is truly empathetic will help. And that's what I was saying earlier about how in the sales room, make sure that you're listening for people's cries or for the experiences like um, we've all heard it, like all the different objections. But like I said, if you truly are empathetic and you truly are do care about your client and understand where they are, you will help them find ways around the situation. I've explained this one many times. I've had clients that were here and they didn't necessarily want to say I can't afford it now, but you know, they kind of give you BS excuses. And so somebody that's truly empathetic will say, you know, is is there something I can do to help the situation go forward? We do have options, those kinds of things. And I think that it's it's really powerful when you can be able to say to people, you know, I want to make sure that you understand. And I actually, I use this, I actually use it in sales a lot because like I hate, I feel bad when I know that people have a strong budget and I've already doubled the budget, but then I'm, then we get to the end and I'm like, okay, now we got to talk about upgrade options. And I'm like, I know we've already like kind of destroyed your budget, but I just don't want you to find out that I offered this to somebody else. And you were like, why didn't I have that option? So I'll, I'll use that, but not so much of a, of a uh, way to manipulate it. But I just, I like, I feel really bad if I'm not offering people the option to upgrade when I offer it to everybody else. I kind of already touched on this, but empathy really establishes trust. And I think that it's so important that we really start this journey early on, especially in our industry in photography. I think that's why it's so important that we are meeting our clients at least once before the session for like a studio or a, an in-home consult or not an in-home consultation, but a consultation. We do the studio tour, we do the consultation in home, and then we meet them for the shoot. All three of those times that we're meeting even before the sales, we're trying to show them that we truly care. We're hearing their stories. I think that empathy also goes into like, I think you can show empathy even if you do forget things, but I think that showing that you care enough to remember things like names or what's happening with their parents or happening with their grandparents or knowing like, for instance, if one of our, one of your seniors parents had like a heart attack, knowing those things and understanding those things are a way that you can show that you truly care and showing that you truly care establishes that trust. And ultimately, if you're able to establish trust in the relationship, people will buy from you better. 
but then also you will have a lot more longevity in that relationship with your clients going beyond with referrals and having those customers ever come back to you and whatnot. So I think that once you have established that trust and you've created, you've shown that true empathy, it makes it easier to ask the hard questions of your clients. Like, can I ask you why like you feel this way? Or can I ask you why you think that that's too much money? Or can I ask you why you don't want pictures of your kids on the wall? Can I ask you why? Like those kinds of things. Cause I think that all too often photographers get so hung up on this concept of, I don't like, I don't want to push. I don't want to push them, but I think that people have a tendency to shift into that. I'm, I'm being sold to mode. Did you have a, Oh, oh, no. oh, you just putting your finger up. So people have a tendency to shift into that mode of I'm being sold to. And so they kind of put up those barriers. It, but when you've created trust because you've shown empathy or you've been empathetic to their needs and to their life, when you've, when you have created that trust, asking those uncomfortable questions is a lot easier. I have a tendency to feel like I've created trust with people and then I share too much. So, but at the same time, like that's also like sharing with them. Like I want them to feel like I trust them enough to share. And that's, that's something I think that can also be powerful in sales beyond is when you can create those relationships where you can share more with people and they feel like, oh man, like this person feels strongly enough to share these personal moments in their lives with us. But I think that it also boils down to like that authenticity thing as well, which ultimately creates trust all in its own. So do you have any thoughts on that, Mia, on all that? Cause that's pretty much what you got. Well, I was yeah. just thinking of, um, one family that came in that I think you really displays what you did well. Cause they had, they came in to do family portraits because the seniors grandmother was passing away. Yeah. And so then when she came back to actually view them, it was hard for her and she was frustrated because her husband didn't come and she's like, I wanted him here to support me to see these pictures of my mom that's just passed away. And she was really iffy about getting the albums for the kids because she was going to do like two yeah. albums for the kids and this and that. And it was just nice watching Sam walk it all through with her. Now, we'd already obviously established trust with this customer, but just helping her recognize that maybe right now this is too much and it feels like she was doing too much, but down the road, it might be something that she truly wants. And she had enough trust in us to agree with that and to get things that she, that was probably a little bit more than she could handle emotionally yeah. or beyond her capacity at the time, but recognize that we were there for her yeah. and the long term. And I think it's just, it makes such a difference. Well, and I think that like a big part of that was just like, understanding that of course it's going to be hard like we're going to deal with it and she dealt with it in her own sort of way but we even went as far as to say like she said to me she's like okay like i'm ordering these things but i'm probably not going to pick them up for a long time yep. and i said i totally understand that but at the same time like when you like i think people have a huge opportunity and when i say opportunity i'm talking about a bad opportunity to take advantage of people in situations like that nothing Nothing like makes me feel more like gross inside than trying to sell to somebody who's experienced loss. Right. Like that to me kills me. However, I have to also understand that like I have to be able to make 
money right. in order to cover my expenses. I can't just give things away. But at the same time, I also have to recognize that, okay, I want, I want her to make decisions that are going to truly be impactful for her down the road because I worry about like her regretting not doing something. And so you have to be a strong enough salesperson and strong enough and respectable enough to say like, instead of take advantage of those situations and say, oh, like you're really gonna like this bigger album, give them the options of what can be, like this would be great, but like I, I never have a problem saying to, a, and I used to, I never have a problem saying to a customer, that might be too big for your wall, or maybe that's gonna be something that just pushes you over the edge, or maybe that's gonna be something, like with albums, like let's be real, most kids don't take their albums off to college. Most of those albums are gonna sit on a shelf or go into a box until they've grown up, gotten married and had kids and then wanna protect it in their own home or grandparents have, or parents have passed away. And so like those things, like we sold albums with grandma and the like parent albums for the kids right because mom wanted them to have them. And she was kind of like, well, but will they ever look at them? And I was like, probably not, but what? ultimately they're going to treasure these down the road. And so don't take advantage because that's not empathetic. Don't take advantage, but understand and use the ability of, of being honest about, okay, like this is a great option, but this is also a great option and might even be a better option. I want to sell giant pictures to everybody, but sometimes I'm like, okay, like let's make sure that this is going to look good on your wall because ultimately that's going to be one of those trust issues down the road. If they get home and they hang it on the wall and it's hanging off two ends of the wall, they're probably <laughs> going to be like, oh, that guy like just wanted to sell us the big picture right. instead of caring about what was going to look good. When you do something that looks good and we go into clients' houses all the time and they're like, oh my gosh, like I love the way this looks on my wall or I've loved that for so long, that's when... You know, but that I think that that really takes being empathetic to people's needs and to what they really want and love. Yeah, when I have customers that are like, I don't hang like pictures of my kids on the wall, I want to punch them in the face. That makes me so sad. And be like, really? Like, what kind of tool are you? But it happens. I mean, it's life. What do you do? So if you're not an empathetic person, I, I am empathetic. I truly do care about people. My first reaction is not empathy typically, <laughs> but it is something that is such a powerful thing in the sales room. If you can truly find ways to put yourself in the shoes of the people that you're working with, understand what their needs are. Uh, like sometimes I, one of the biggest obstacles or objections that we get that I hate, cause it's just so hard to work around is like, we're in the process of buying a new house. Like you can't do anything about that. But there are ways to say, you know what? I totally understand that. And I would never want to mess with that because I truly, like I can't even imagine how like painful that would be. <laughs> but I do have some options for how we can get this all taken care of so you guys don't have to come back. We can just go ahead and finalize the order, but we won't put anything on credit or anything like that until everything goes through at the house. And then we'll start your payment plan or we'll charge the credit card then, or we'll do the financing then. And that kind of just makes things easier and easier. And it shows people that you truly care. So lots of different options that you can, can, um, can do. Tim says that you are super empathetic. I Thank think you, the EM was, was not supposed to be. Oh, there. The, 
Yeah. She's just super pathetic. <laughs> You're such a brat. I'm just kidding. So I hope that was beneficial for you guys. Just remember, like, empathy in sales is stronger than you'll ever know. We're all born salesmen. We just have to awake the salesman within us and give people the best you you can and truly care about people. It will go so far. Like this is kind of where this is kind of where like I wonder if it borderlines because like I tr I truly care about people, but I try really hard to make them feel like I care to the point where I almost feel like it's not. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because you like even you know that like I'm talking about with like with clients like because yeah. I sometimes have clients that I just am like I don't ever want to see this person again, yeah. but I still have to try to make them feel like I care and that they like they're having a good experience and stuff. And I think that's just a personal battle within myself because I'm like, okay, I don't ever want to see this person again, but do I truly <laughs> care? Like, yeah, I want people to get the best. So there's some true insight into Sam's brain. There you go. I looked it up. It says sympathy involves understanding from your own perspective. Empathy involves putting yourself in the other person's shoes. Well, that makes sense. And understanding why they may have these particular feelings. So they, they kind I mean, they kind of are They kind of borderline. Yeah. They really are borderline. So it is what it is. Okay. That's all I got for you guys today. Any questions? No. I forgot. We can do questions on here. Yeah, we can do I've questions gotten so here. used to the whole, like, I guess there, that was just kind of a rant about empathy. It's not really. All right. I guess that's it. No questions? No. You don't even have any questions? No. Oh. Peace out, guys.